Hello everyone, welcome to All About Nigeria, a podcast where our host talks about Nigeria's history, politics, infrastructure, and a whole range of other topics. We would love to hear your views about all the things we talk about, so join us on Twitter at All About Nigeria. Thank you for listening. Okay, Tokumbo, again, welcome back, All About Nigeria podcast, and my question to you before the break was this. How do we fund health sector? Radical ways of funding. of funding the health sector in Nigeria. Your thoughts? So, um, like I said um, earlier on my own page, if we are serious about it, we will, we will get it right. Healthcare is expensive. It's not cheap. It's expensive in countries where they produce their own equipment, they produce, produce their drugs, they train their doctors perfectly. So we can't make it too cheap in Nigeria. We can only make it affordable and accessible. So we need to we need to sacrifice some things and let some things go. I, for example, I am not a fan of uh, subsidy, for example, on petroleum products. Because I believe it doesn't affect the poor in poor and middle class in any way that justifies that amount of money. This morning I was calculating um, uh, consumption per day at it's about 56 million liters. And um, at that amount, we'll probably pay 1.9 trillion naira per annum on subsidizing petroleum products. And the major costs in that amount, in that consumption, goes not to the poor, but to the rich people who can afford to buy petrol at uh, maybe 200 naira, 250 naira. Because they are the ones who own the cars, they are the ones who fill up their tanks every week and all that. So we need to free up the subsidy on petroleum products so that we can get more money to put into healthcare. 1.9 trillion will do a lot for us in terms of infrastructure. We can put up hospitals in several places, especially in the rural communities. And then we can also subsidize or cover people who cannot afford healthcare. So when we map out the people that are poor, we cannot use this money to provide a blanket for them so that they can have access to healthcare. Then we move to the states. The states also need to cut their costs and make health insurance compulsory at state level. The state government has passed the law, but um, they are still at the implementation stage. When health insurance is compulsory, everybody must contribute to a pool. So we can fund health insurance from them, um, we can fund healthcare from the insurance system. It's easier to fund from the insurance system because we are all contributing and then we can now know how much we have and how we can get more health care for the money we have. Nigeria today, um, about 70% of health care expenditure is out-of-pocket payment, which means individually we go to the doctors to pay. Mm-hmm. And it's about um, it's close to 2 trillion naira. If we put these 2 trillion naira together, we can use it to get more healthcare for that amount of money rather than individually going to procure healthcare. So, for example, if you go to um, a hospital, hospital in DI, someone pays 500000 for a surgery, someone goes to another place in that yeah. same VI and yeah. pays 200000 200, for a surgery, so you can see the disparity. Somebody, what we can price better if we are buying healthcare at the board. The Lagos State government um, has about 10 million people who can pay. An amount of money, let's say, and we have about 
there's a two trillion error. We can call all the doctors, call the association in Lagos and say, see, how many of you will agree to do a fibrous surgery at 250,000 error? So we have about 200 people on our waiting list or 300 people on our waiting list. Can you take them? How much can we buy anti malaria from maybe um, orange drops? Yeah. How much can we? So we can spread the money and then we can procure health services in a much more effective way. Okay. So health insurance is part of it. I'm an uh, advocate of taxation because I believe that everybody has an amount that is spent on healthcare. Mm -hmm. Even if you spend it on your pastor's prayer or you spend it as um, <laughs> a goal or you spend it in traditional home. There's an amount that each Nigerian spends every year on healthcare. Bring that amount, bring that money as taxes and let's mm -hmm. let's see how we can use it to improve the system. There are also too many luxury items in, in Nigeria that we all need for tax. Hold on a second. Yeah. On the tax matter, yeah. people would say that we're already paying taxes. Are yes. you advocating for a special health care tax? Or you're saying the taxes we already pay, paying is fine. No, I'm, I'm advocating. I'm advocating for a special health care tax because mm -hmm. if we cannot get it through insurance, then we have to get it from somewhere. Else. Okay. So you can tax items, alcohol and champagne. We're the highest um, consumer of champagne in, in Africa. We're the highest consumer of beer and all these things in Africa. So if you are not sick and you are fine, you have enough money to spend on beer. And if you take five bottles every day, cut it down into one. Because government must place taxes on all those, those products. Um, beverages and all that. Cigarettes and all those things. Oops. All the things that contribute at least yes. to yes. ill health. <laughs> so government must tax them aggressively. So we should and tax Okadas as well, because they also contribute to getting a lot of people into orthopedic hospitals. <laughs> and the thing is that those, those products, in as much as they affect the producers, they are also very elastic because you find out that people are just after a while. Um, and then I'll go to VAT. VAT is still low. But at this point in time, we cannot afford to increase VAT because of the economy. So when the economy picks up, we have to adjust like other African countries. So you think 7.5 is still too low? It's too low because it's one of the lowest. And 5% to 7.5. Yeah. 5% to a very, very low um, rate. But now to 7.5, if we are moving to 10, for example, we can scale it to some types of um, services mm -hmm. so that we can have 10 for this service, 7.5 for this, and maybe 5 for this. I don't know how feasible that is. But in some other countries, rather than say, oh, these items are not compatible, mm -hmm. and these are the items that are compatible, but what if the government just did was to say, okay, you will remove some items from that. Mm -hmm. You can say, oh, this one will be 5%. Mm -hmm. And this one will be 7.5, and this one will be 10, 10, um, 10 percent. Mm -hmm. And then, what else? Um, insurance taxes. We have to get. We have to charge more, and we have to make it compulsory. Lagos State Government. I hope they will get to try and make it compulsory for everybody. People pay for healthcare services. They buy anti-malaria. They buy paracetamol. They buy their agbo and all those things. All we are saying is just let's contribute this money. I was looking at our sports betting industry and yeah. it's into billions of dollars now. Yeah. People Terrible. and we find out that it's the middle income and the low income people that are, that are betting with this um that, that contribute a lot of this income. 
because most of the high end um, high income earners really do not stick like that. So the government can look into that and find a way to say, okay, maybe from they already collect that from the proceeds, but let them find a way to also yeah. make sure that people who better get there is money in that. Even though they are staking and expecting something in return, but make sure that you find you get the data of these people. When you get their data, you can now know how many, how much each of them each, each, um, spending. Spend yes, on average of a month. In a month, mm-hmm. and then from there we can use that to now say, oh, if you spend two thousand on sport betting, that means that you mm-hmm. can pay two hundred naira monthly for healthcare. For healthcare. Mm-hmm. So we gather all these people and say, okay, you have enough money, and they will find a way to collect it. Airtime deductions can also work. Mm-hmm. Because one um, percent of all the airtime um, payments across the country is huge. Mm-hmm. You can put that into infrastructure. You can put that into personal training. The amount of money we spend on airtime is also much. One just charge one percent on it. Charge it for about four or five years. When things get better, you can remove all this load. But at this point in time, we need to make sacrifices because we cannot continue in this manner. So the government can look into airtime deduction. They can look into the sport betting system. Um, they can look into taxing luxury items such as um, alcoholic beverages, champagne, and all that. And then they can also look into what again, because I believe that seven point five on some items is still very very good. So we can very we can allow them charge ten percent on all this, including one percent on of our consolidated revenue. Then the federal government needs to budget more. Um, in on health by budgeting more, they need to free up their hands on certain items on the exclusive list. And the federal government focus on human capital development, education, healthcare. By that, they can remove their hands from several other things. Ministry of Agri, for example, which other ministries. But if you say that, I mean, I like the idea, and yes. I'm going to ask you to develop it. Yes. But I'm just concerned that at this stage, where a federal ministry of a, a Greek is actually being pivotal to our um, policy of feeding ourselves, being self-sufficient yes. in food production. Yes. Is this the time for us to shift it to the states, knowing the way states behave? I mean, we have, we have to make we have to make those. Um, I think we don't need ministries like tourism and all those ones. All those ones yes, Maybe yes. we can take some other ministries that are. It's really, really. We, we, we as citizens need to start and making our governors very, very responsible. Yes. So we need, we don't need to excuse them from because the land belongs to them. Mm. Federal government, Just state land belongs to the state, and most of these um, policies are driven at community level. Mm. So they have their cooperatives within those states. Yeah. So we don't need someone in Abuja that would. We just need maybe few people to drive it. Mm. Why you start having numerous agencies? I know they need some of those agencies, but we can push the responsibility to state level. There are other ministries that can do. So when the when, when federal government is able to trim down these ministries, they have all the reports that are, all the studies that have been conducted over time on the number of ministries that we should have. But unfortunately for us, they keep creating every every year. When they are able to free up these ministries, then they'll have enough resources to put into Healthcare, put into defense and security, then put into education and all. But when you have about 40 different uh, ministries or 36 different ministries with numerous agencies, the recurrent expenditure will be too high. And the federal government pays a lot 
of money and salaries to healthcare workers. It is not sustainable because they cannot continue to budget too much for the current expenditure yeah. and budget a paltry sum for capital expenditure. Hospitals through insurance can pay their salaries. If a hospital such as St. Nicholas does not receive a dime from federal government and that they can pay salaries, then Lagos Island Maternity or FMC Ultimate can also pay its own salaries from, from patients. Although we will say well, the cost of care in St. Nicholas is very, very high compared to what is charged at the FMC Ultimate. That's why we need to remove that subsidy on some items and introduce health insurance. And then you actually have a point because yeah. what you're saying is that private hospitals are actually there for business, yeah, and they are actually making enough to sustain themselves. Yes, otherwise they would have gone out of business. Of, of business. So if hospitals like St. Nicholas can actually still be self-sustaining because yes. they are charging commensurate um, fee yes. Yes. for their services, yes. what you're saying is that if insurance. It uh, gets in a lot of bulk money, yes. then there's no reason why our own tertiary institutions at the state's yes. level cannot actually be self-sustained. They can. So that they don't have to always rely on the state government to pay yes. their staff, staff personnel and Or at least, even if it's the state government paying, they are the ones contributing to yes. that income. So in that wise, we're looking at insurance yes. and taxes. That's what you're saying. Yes. Okay. All right, I think that so makes sense. The, the 2020 budget um, on healthcare, a lot of money will go into payment of salaries of doctors, healthcare workers, um, up to even cleaners in the hospital. Yeah, on the federal government pay. Mm. In that same hospital where you pay billions of naira salaries, almost 10 times what you pay as capital expenditure. You have people that are redundant, you have machines that are not working. For year on year, you keep paying salaries. So, if insurance scheme is introduced, hospitals will get bulk money. From that, their bulk money, they can now look at how much they need, how much patient input is required. They will compete with other hospitals on outcomes and productivity. And then they can pay their salaries. The federal government will look at that money and channel it into critical infrastructure and um, equipment financing. But when federal government continues to pay salaries and salaries and salaries, we're not heading anywhere. But um, I believe that, sorry, I believe okay. that a hospital like FFT Butimeta, because it's one of the hospitals, federal government hospitals that really, really that setting the pace Please, in Lagos, yes. can sustain itself if there is a community health insurance scheme in Butimeta, for example. Just do a mapping of how many people live in that environment. If you have two million people around the airport, and the hospital can um, partner with the community-based health insurance team or state health insurance team and then run on those, those funds. But I understand from the registration of um, the HMOs yes. that some of them are registered as state, state yes. HMOs and some national. Yeah. So I do, and some of them are even supposed to be community. But yes. those ones that are in community hardly ever go into the community. Yes. And government is trying to even revoke some of their licenses because if you are registered as a community health insurance practitioner and you are busy, are busy collecting Lagos. money from Lagos, yeah. recruiting people from Lagos. So always in Nigeria, we have a problem with what we intend to do and what we actually end up doing. So I'm, I'm very, very um, pleased with some of your suggestions. 
about funding of the healthcare sector. But I still want you to speak to the people themselves. One thing you said which is so interesting is that we all pay for healthcare, one way or the other. If you're paying the local or what do they call the native person, you're paying for healthcare. If you're self-medicating and you're buying the drugs, you're paying for healthcare. If you're going to a pastor or you're going into a white garment church, you're actually paying for prayers. It's still healthcare. If you're going abroad you're paying for health care if you're yeah. if you're if you're even drinking those shots that they have every morning yeah. which we see them with all those things you're still treating something yeah. and you're paying for health care so yeah. if all of us realize that we are paying one way or the other for health care then we should feel more inclined to contribute to uh, an insurance scheme yeah. which will bring a pool yeah. of funding for the hospitals but we can't champion this doctor it has to be by the states yes. or by the HMOs themselves in a drive for. It has to be by it has to be by the state because um, the NHIS now has allowed states to run their own scheme. Okay. But good. they have to make they have to pass the law and make it make it compulsory. Mm-hmm. And then they have to find the mechanism of collection that the strong advocacy is required. That everybody understand that if this amount of money is paid. Let the benefits be in clear terms. Mm-hmm. And then you also need a method of collection that's simple, that um, people can really understand. And it, and the digital space is there for them to take. Um, for example, they can use their airtime. So you have millions of um, telco subscribers. You can partner with them. So you can load your phone and certain amount is deducted from your airtime and then it's paid as premium. Because it's difficult, collection is a problem in Nigeria. It's difficult, people will always find a reason not to pay, especially when there are barriers. For example, if I can pay from my airtime, everything is simple. I have my phone, I load my card, and then my money goes. It's easier for me than going into the bank to fill a teller and then to deposit and we must find a collection system that is very, very, very effective. The telco platform is the most effective platform right now because almost everybody has a mobile phone, even in the rural areas. And then when you go into the rural areas, you have to let them understand the reasons why they need to pay, invest in the infrastructure and let them own it. Because we carried out some forms of community health scheme and we we made sure that they owned that facility. And we told them that all the money they are contributing goes back to the service. If you understand clearly that the woman, this woman who is going to give back, that you guys are contributing to save her life so that she can give back to you. The day your wife is pregnant, it's going to be the same thing. The day you need surgery, it's also going to be the same thing. So there is no, it's a communal effort. And then most of them are rural farmers. If there's a way to convert how much they make from their crops or to invest in their life, in their agri system, so that even though they don't have the cash, if you have five five acres of um, maize or something, I, for example, can say, okay, that farmer that has five acres of maize, I'm going to pay the farmer's premium. How much is it? Whenever he, 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 he has his farm, let him pay me back with produce, or I'll find someone to offtake. Um, some of those mm-hmm. products. Mm-hmm. So it's a way of making sure that maybe they have a commodity board and they can price and they can pay for their premium because they will never have enough cash to pay. 
Yes, thank you, Tokumo. Thank you very, very much. From what I can see, you have made some very, very interesting points. And it's all about funding. The most important part that I can take out is taxation, health insurance, special product taxation, special um, activities that we do, like vet, betting. I know that we're going to have a lot of problems with that, but I think betting even relates to health, mental health in in particular. And a lot of addiction, so we can. There is a way in which one can say that taking taxes directly from betting is actually not off for healthcare. And you're talking about the individual ourselves, or yeah. seeing the reason yeah. and the why we should pay for healthcare. All of yeah. us realizing that we all pay for healthcare, healthcare one way or the other. So we might as well pay for the genuine source. Yeah. One last thing before I let you go. Finally, it's been a very interesting discussion with you. Remember, it's all about Nigeria and we're just here to solve a lot of problems or to profile some idea for solutions. I have been to a healthcare. Um, One of my workers was going to deliver a baby and she attended, um, she had to be taken to a healthcare around this Ikeja. The day she delivered, in that primary healthcare center, right in the heart of Lagos, there was no light. That's fine. They were using candles yeah. to deliver a child. And that healthcare is in a community. What should the community, because you talked about ownership of yes. this healthcare, why would you have a healthcare center in a community and the community is doing nothing to protect the sustainability of that place? Why do we fold our arms in in Nigeria as if things that are there for our own benefit doesn't matter to us? What can the community, how can we get the community to claim ownership of facilities that are provided for them, even if government is not able to do so effectively? Yeah, it's by strong advocacy and making, making it known to them that they actually own it. Making it, making it that they own that space and it's their infrastructure and they need to they need to take good care of it. What shall I used to do with roads? What shall I yes. go in and tell them that see I built this road or this the road is for you. Make sure that you don't sell on it. Make sure that you don't dig or cut it because you want to lay pipes and all those things. It will be serving for 10, 15 or 20 years. So in such environment where we too can also call on because we have donors, we have people. Nigerians mm-hmm. are Nigerians are nice people. Mm-hmm. You can call the attention of the community to it. They can call on their people, probably in diaspora, and then to come in and invest in such um, facility. We ourselves can also look at those facilities and try as much as possible to upgrade them for people with um, the resources. But um, we need we need a proper reorientation in Nigeria. We need to know that. Healthcare is not like power that you can buy your generator, like put it in your house and power your house while your neighbor is in darkness. If anything happens to your neighbor in terms of healthcare, even across the fence, you can, you can become infected. Mm-hmm. One man came into Nigeria at the airport with Ebola and mm-hmm. everybody in Lagos mm-hmm. got into a panic mode. That's the danger of healthcare. There's any outbreak of anything in Lagos today, every one of us will be affected. It can be from 
the most unknown person. So healthcare is population health. So in, when we see facilities like that, we can call on maybe NGOs, partner with NGOs, donors, raise funds for hospitals like that. I'm going to give you a comparison yes. of what you have said because there was a survey that I was involved in at a particular time some, some years back. Communities, it's a World Bank project, Community Social Development Project. Okay. That's the name of the project. And in this um, particular project, the government, the federal government, of course, was the one, it was a World Bank project, but the federal yeah. government, of course, was the one that was guaranteeing it and the loan was for the federal government. But state governments, were brought in, yeah. anybody who wanted to be part of it was allowed. And what they used to do is that the communities themselves would sit together and decide. Some communities, it was healthcare, some it was roads. In fact, some communities just wanted some roads to connect two communities so yeah. they could trade, they could actually do markets on market days. And I remember a particular um, group of um, herdsmen Headsmen in somewhere in um, was it Kaduna or somewhere like that that we went for. And what they wanted was a vet station, a veterinary doctor station. And when we went to look at the project, it was two rooms with some medicine. And they said the vet used to come once a week. So they were so happy with that. But one thing about funding is that the community had to bring 10% of the money. So if their project was cost at two million, the yeah. community had to provide two hundred thousand. Yeah. And what the communities used to do is that they would call all their children in diaspora. Yeah. That we have to get this thing for the community. Some of them will go to the big men who are in Lagos from their community, and they yeah. all raised that money because if you didn't raise it, you didn't get the project. Yeah. So there is power in the community that can be harnessed. That's what you are trying to say. Yes. That let it let the community centers know that this project is theirs, so they have yeah. to claim ownership. So that is something that I think the state governments should look into. Yeah. If you contribute part of the money to something, you will definitely have a stake in it and you want to maintain it. Yes, that's, okay. that's why most of those hospitals are named after that those communities. So yes. General Hospital, Barbara General Hospital. To give them the sense of ownership mm -hmm. that this thing belongs to us. And by making them um, contribute towards it, even as little as 5%, mm -hmm. I'm not saying in all instances, but you, you, you make them have a sense of ownership yes. that that is our hospital. Yes. It's not like that is a government hospital mm -hmm. that they can they, they will neglect and all that. So most of those primary care centers that fashion has built, you them in some communities and they handed it over to them in a revolving fund manner. So if we're from community mm -hmm. primary health care center, um have these streets, um one in Cape Two, we call them and say this is your health center. health center. All I need from you the village head, ensure that everybody pays eight hundred naira per head. Yeah, I remember that. Yes. And then all the money will be used to procure drugs, get you two matrons, get you a doctor that will come. And then you will be fine. I can't remember the details, but in such, such manner. And then, you know, the thing became there. Mm -hmm. It became familiar with the doctors, and then they would go there. Even the village didn't want the scheme to fail. That's it. Okay, I think we've um, done quite well. We've looked at some of the problems. Yeah. All I know is that we 
all want a better Nigeria. And that's why this um, podcast was set up for us to examine how we can make Nigeria a better place. And I would just want to enjoin everybody to see this country as as we have no other country and all we want is that our nation should be a better country for all of us. So if you've listened to us and you think that you would like to contribute to this, we want you to go to our Twitter page, All About Nigeria podcast, and then just ask your questions. We promise to get your questions answered. And I'm sure online there are other doctors who might want to say a few things on this. From us at All About Nigeria podcast, I am Mrs. Yabo Awokoya, your host, and I'm saying thank you very much. And Bye. Thank you.